Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Time, perhaps, is our most precious resource as podcasters. So what would you do if you had more time to spend on your show? Would it change? Let's find out. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Time. I'm not going to sing to you. I'm not going to force you to do to deal with that. But I've been thinking a lot about time. And let me preface this by letting you know a little something about me. I am very good at procrastinating. I am very good under time constraints. I have given seven different talks in the Ignite style. And I've done lots of keynotes as well, which have gone on for hours. But the Ignite style is a very nice five-minute, very tightly controlled format. I like Twitter, which you know limits the number of characters you can type. But I like those things that give me an arbitrary but still strict constriction of time. That's how I tend to excel. One of the reasons why this is a nine-minute long or no more than ten-minute long episode is there's an artificial constraint which has been put in place and I am embracing. So I don't just ramble on non-stop. So that's me and my dealing with things in, the, in a time constraint that works for me. Not everybody thinks the way that I do. But the thing I've been thinking about today, specifically, is time. Because here's what we know. The longer you spend working on things, when, when, when you have a long time to spend on things, it's going to naturally change the output of that thing. Some things just have to take a really long time. Want to write a novel? Cool. You've got to bang out 60,000 words at a minimum, and that takes some time. If you write 1,000 words a day, which is understandable, that's 60 days of writing. But it's not just writing, obviously. There's all the other stuff that goes into it. Let's talk about podcasting for a moment here. There's kind of two camps. I know I, I make these false dichotomies a lot, but I'm going to break another one down today. And we, I've talked about these people before. There are those who are of the release, uh, record and release variety, I like to call them. They sit down behind the microphone, crank out the show, and let it go. Uh, you could argue this is done that way, but it, there's more to it than that. Then there are the podcasts that are slow, plodding, and deliberate. Things that people invest a significant amount of time into. And by people, I mean the, the producer of these particular shows. Now, not all of us have hours and hours to spend. Many podcasters out there, perhaps you, 
are forced to work under very strict and tightly controlled guidelines when you have availability. Maybe you have commitments till 11 o'clock every single night and you can only start podcasting at 11 o'clock. Maybe that's the case. I don't know, right? But I want you to think for a minute about your show and I want you to think about what would happen if you had more time to spend on it. And by more time to spend on it, I don't mean more time editing your show. That's one facet. When you're doing the audio engineering, that's one little piece. I mean more, and forget more, let's think about unlimited time on the entire process of podcasting. Coming up with your concept for a given episode. If you are interviewing people, remember you don't have to interview people. I am proof of that. If you are interviewing people, are you really thinking about the questions? More importantly, are you deeply researching your guests to really understand what it is that they're doing? Maybe more time after you've gathered that interview or what other information you use as your source material. What if you spent more time in the editorial process, I don't mean audio engineering, I mean editorializing, where you are rearranging the conversation, where you take a transcript of what was written and for your eyes only, for what was recorded, and then reorganized that in such a way that tells a really robust and compelling story. What if you took more time to create an amazing 500 to 2,000 word article about your podcast episode and made it available. What would that do to your show? Now, my supposition is that if you just spent 10% more time or even 20% more time on your show, it probably wouldn't make a gigantic difference. So I don't think this is an incremental thing. I think if you want to spend more time on the entirety of that thing you're doing that is called podcasting, I think it has to be a significant difference. Like double at a minimum. Probably more like 5x. What would you do? How would your show change if you had, magically for now, just picture in your mind, if you had five hours instead of one? If in fact it takes you one hour. Like this show for me. This is a two and a half hour process every single day that it goes out. I am not kidding. I am not exaggerating. That is a reality. Two and a half hours. So what if instead of two and a half hours, I did 5x that? Quick math in my head says that's 50. Two, two, no, five, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do math. Math, math is bad, but that's, that's not right, right? So instead of two and a half hours... What if I spent more like 10? What if I spent a full day? Let's just make it easy on me. What if I spent a full day on this particular show? This thing that I'm doing called podcast pontifications. How would I spend that time? I'd have to sit back and think. I think a lot of it would be the thinking part, the pontificating. I do a lot of pontificating as I'm on the microphone. This isn't scripted and written down. These are things I'm thinking about. You're oftentimes getting them, getting these thoughts after I've considered them for 30 minutes in the morning. 
fine. But imagine how that'd be different if I had all day to think about something. You know, when I sit back and I think about the way that I do my keynote presentations, which I am want to do here and again, that's about an 8 to 20 hour process. Fully rehearsed, practiced, nailed down, super tight, even that they're oftentimes packed with way too much information because I'd like to spend more time with them. People that have watched them tend to enjoy them, even if they don't agree with the conversations that I'm starting. That's, I'm spending, you know, 20 hours on an hour-long presentation. So what if I did something like that with this show? What if you did something like that with your show is the big question. Think about it. If you could spend 5x or 10x the amount of time you're spending right now on the full process, how would your podcast change? The reality is this, it's probably doable. It would take a lot. I don't I'm not I don't want to discount this. And I also recognize that there are for some people who can only do what they're doing right now and I get it. But let your mind wander. Pontificate on this with me. What would happen if you could spend double, five, 10x? What kind of show could you produce? So I want you to think about that. I'm going to think about that starting now because I'm taking a break. This is 190 episodes. My wife and I uh, are driving out to California next week, so I'm not recording any episodes. First time I've taken an extended break. I think I might have taken one over the New Year's, but I'm taking another one. Summertime, taking a little bit of a break. Coming back, and probably, probably with some changes to the show. Still the same amount of time. You'll still get that. Still thinking four times a week, no changes to there. But probably all changes to the process that comes into making this show. That's what I'm thinking about. So you enjoy the next week without me. I shall return uh, in July with another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion 
is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.